show right now Taz show right now hello got a march uh 22nd 2018 city what's going on kids we are rock and rolling here gonna talk a little bit about uh some topics right now going on take care of a little business in the front end of it thank you everybody for downloading the show if you're not listening live actually if you are listening live, let me back that up if you are listening live you are uh doing that on the radio.com app or tazshow.com Sometimes you got to back things up. That's what happens. So uh, that's the thing. Whoop. Hold on. Watch that. Wait a second. Wait. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait a second. Back up. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. That's what happens when you go from one three-hour sports show into a one-hour wrestling show. A little kind of sometimes you got to like pump the brakes a little bit. Oh, watch that. There we go. Watch. Too many crickets. Just beat the body when I need them. All right, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I appreciate you listening live and stuff like that, as I said, uh, around radio.com app or the Taz Show, Gimmick Shavers, Fern and Burnham. I uh, appreciate that. Maybe you check out the podcast version of the show, the AOD, as we call it. The, you're doing that on iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn. Uh, maybe on one of the crazy apps that carries the, the stuff, you know, like the radio.com app or these other apps that they have. There's a plethora of apps, so you can check them all out, the show out there. Uh, yeah, kicking ass, taking names, doing a thing, rock and rolling for sure. Uh, a lot of snow, a lot of snow. The snow sucks. I'm sick of it. Uh, I read somewhere that in over 130 years, it's the most snow uh, New York City's ever seen. Did you see this, Seth? I didn't see it, but I'm shoveling it, so. I hear you're sure shoveling, all right? You're dishing it and you're shoveling it. Yep. Yes. You walked right into that one. Um, so, so uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Daniel Bryan and his return. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. I'm uh, going to talk a little bit about the Hardy compound action. I want to talk about that. Have some thoughts, opinions on that. Um, give you a little chatter later on about what's going to happen on the throwback snack uh, for tomorrow. Manana, as they say it, uh, for uh, what do you call it? The Schneebits for. Uh, Friday. <laughs> First, uh, we have Seth here, the producer of the Taz Show. Uh, Seth, so um, uh, help me out. Where do we go here? So, you know, I'm always honest with the audience. Yes. You've always been honest with the audience, too. So uh, even when there were times when you weren't a producer, but you were the lead producer, so you were always part of the show, maybe not always on air, but always, at least from afar, from day one, uh, day one-ish on point. Uh, day one, actually, not ish. Day one, two months before day one. You, mu- that's right. You in podcast with Seen Jones, uh, right, right before that. So you've been here forever. Yes, so, I've right. been with the company, well, CBS into Intercom for ten and a half years, mm-hmm. and April second will be my last day with the company. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, wish myself well in my future endeavors. <laughs> uh, no, um, this- come on. Is uh, there's. Uh, we're not doing the podcast he's, anymore. He's not joking. <laughs> yeah, no, this is true. Seth, Seth is not joking. Uh, Seth, whatever you can say or want to say, I mean, because you, you, you know, uh, 
I had nothing to do with this, obviously. Um, no, the Taz show will continue. Yeah, the Taz show will continue. Um, and there is a chance you, Seth, could still be involved somehow. We're trying to work out some of that. Uh, there's a lot up in the air right that's now. That's way above me, yeah. so <laughs> There's a lot up in the air right now. There is so a lot up in the we'll air. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you and I always keep in contact yeah, anyway. We do. Anything I can do to help with the show, you know, I'm always involved. I'm always willing to help and be involved with the show. I love Basically, it. Basically, you're leaving the company. Yes. And uh, yes. I, yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, and but you can end up somewhere. You could end up. How do we word this? You could end up back in the company, or at the very least, back doing producing this show. I could end up working with you again. Yeah, right. But it won't be for this company. And where the Taz show, the Taz show will be with the company, but the podcast end of the show might be with a different company. That's. In business with this company, right? Well, it's the whole Taz show, right? You know? Right, just, correct. We'll the just, live, right? right. Yeah. So th- there is a chance that the Taz show, it'll still be two to three podcasts will drop a day. That that won't change uh, unless something happens. But um, it, the live element might not happen. That that could be, or it might be a little break with it. We'll see. Right. right. So we, we really don't know. The only thing we do know is I'm not working with the company anymore. I probably won't be able to work with you in April. We'll see. Right, you know, I'll, obviously, I'll help with the transition. Whatever I can help, uh, whoever might produce you, or if you're producing yourself, mm-hmm. because you like to, you know, you run the game. You could do everything yourself. Well, we know this. This goes yeah. without saying. Please, come on. You know, you know how that goes. I'm yeah. running the game. I mean, um, but I mean, you, you realize I don't really need anyone to produce. I've always just been nice to all you people. You know that. Uh, oh, I remember you used to get mad at me. It's like, just show me what button to hit. I'm just gonna get out of here. <laughs> just show me the button. I don't. I can do it myself. I do the whole thing. Yeah, I've definitely uh, had my share of getting a little rougher producers on the show. I've I've definitely slapped you around a little bit on the air a little bit. I've been stabbed. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel bad. I, you know, we're friends. Okay, it wasn't that bad. Jeez, stop. Mm. Was it? <laughs> like you looped that uh, early on. Yeah. Ah, excuse me. So listen. No, I look. I love you, man. Now you're my friend. So I mean, no matter if you you're too, if you're producing the show or not, we're still gonna be friends. And um, you know, I don't. Know, I don't know what to say. I mean, I know that. How do I? Sometimes people, fans, especially wrestling fans, because they're passionate. They love their content. They're passionate about the industry and stuff like that. And I always try to be as honest as possible, as you know, and the people know with the people. You know, so. But sometimes they think that when you're the host of the show, like me, and it's my show, it's my content, that I have full power, like from people's money, who produces, or when we were doing video all the time, who had the video. Please tell people the truth on that. Like you I, show up. Yeah, I then, show up. You know, you need your way. You know, you want someone to produce. You want someone to shoot video. Like you, you, we don't work for you. Right. You don't work for me. Now I. I do have a lot of pull into... What's, what's your show, your brand? Right, who's the yeah. producer or running the board or the video or whatever. Yes, I do, but I don't have the... And it's the same thing with Taz and Moose. So Moose and I have, you know, uh, we have not, not full control over who the producer is and the board op and stuff like that. But, but you know, if we hate a producer like Mikey B right now, we absolutely hate Mikey B. We hate him. <laughs> we do. We hate him. <laughs> Stop. No, I'm kidding. We don't. But yeah, if you let him go, then who's going to feed his cat? Right. Well, Leon, the yeah. cat. He yeah. is. So, another Jersey wacko like you. That's why I knew you guys would get along, and you did. Sure, sure, so, sure. <laughs> sure. No, but um, no. I, I look. I. This is not, and for you people listening to this live or, or on AOD, like this is not new news. Like uh, behind the scenes, like Seth, you knew this was. I mean, 
bring people behind the scenes. You knew for a little while that this was going to go down, right? Well, officially, I've known for a few weeks, but we've known for months. I yeah, mean, it's just a matter of time. I mean, it's not just you either. Explain oh, no, it's like a handful, to, a handful of people, a team, a team. Yeah, well, even more. Yeah, because even more people. Entercom yeah. changed uh, their podcast arm and all this stuff. But I get into nerdy details. But they drop podcasts really from uh, handling it in house. It's being handled out of house. There and, you go. Okay. Yeah. That's gotcha, it. Gotcha. And it's a merger, but, you know, things happen. And yeah, people have been hearing about on the Taz show, we've been talking about the merger since, geez, probably October, November. And but it's and, and the merger happened now, and it happened in the new year, but it's there's still, there's a lot of people oh. involved. It's a, it's, it's a big moving engine, you know? By the end of this year, you know, there'll be a lot of, a lot of differences. Won't be, the, a lot of the same people won't be here anymore. Yeah, so. My um, prediction. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but I just. You know, I'm glad at least you got a chance to get it out here. Um, I know that um, there's probably a good chance I'm doing a WrestleMania special on all the terrestrial stations like I normally do in CBS Sports Radio, and now that we're on Sirius XM also, which, by the way, is Channel 206. Not a plug, but they changed the taste. You heard about this now? Uh, yeah, I saw it. CBS saw Sports you. Radio now is on 206. Just 206. The app, anything. This is the first time, though, uh, you're doing a special. It's going to be on Sirius XM. That's very cool. That actually is cool. That actually yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, frankly... Um, not to get off the topic of you, but frankly, the thing is, with all the terrestrial end and, and affiliates and CBS Sports Radio, to be frank, that's actually a bigger reach than Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it reaches more people across the United States. But at least with Sirius XM, there's a lot of, you know, have a lot of subscribers, and, and so maybe uh, maybe some of those folks, it'll be easier for them. And also, people are driving, whatever else, you know? A lot yeah, of the, yeah. Even a lot of the things leaving. Having car. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So leaving the arena, good point. You're leaving, where is it? New Orleans, right? Yeah. There you go. Be so easy. You could listen uh, on the SiriusXM channel 206, uh, Gimmick Schneebers Furnum Taz Show. I basically just kind of upcutted the new press release for WrestleMania Taz Show special. That's nice. I should probably lose my job, and I'll be out of work with you, Seth. How about that? Oh, no. Yeah, we could, Dude, we could take we, this on the road, man. We'll oh, yeah. Kill it. Oh, yeah. We'll kill it, all right. Yeah. Make, it make hundreds of dollars. We'll make it all the way to Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, traveling, I saw you out, and uh, I saw a little video of you out there at uh, oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah, you're checking out the old social media, ain't you? Yeah, uh, a little bit, a little bit. I dip in a little bit. Yeah, took a little, little stroll down to the old EC Dub Arena there. You 20, had to, right? 2,900 Arena. What do they call it? 2,600? 2,500? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew what that number meant. And um, The address? I was driving it with my <laughs> wife, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I, we were going to Philly. My son had a game uh, in Philadelphia during the week. And um, actually, at UPenn, that's what the game was. So I said, you know, we were early, and it was snowing. It was sleet. It was rain. It was horrible weather. And I said, we were a little early. And I said, you know what? Put the old GP, GPS there, honey. And she... Uh, she uh, she goes, what's the address? I, said, I don't know. Just put ECW Arena. She just looked at me like, what are you, an idiot? Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> so then she Googled. I guess she go. I was driving. I guess she Googled you know, ECW Arena. And she goes, oh, it's 2300. Uh, I said, no, now it's called 2300 Arena. She goes, all right. And uh, and she goes, well, that's the address. She goes, you worked it that long? You didn't know the address? I go, yeah, no, I didn't know. I said, you know, it was, no, it was either like me and Perry driving or Mikey or Chetty. We were just, we really didn't, we just went. There was no navigation. There was no... <laughs> GPS Jones, we just knew where it was. Swanson and Retina, boom, we're here. Right by Tony Luke's on the gimmick, and we're good. Get, you know, Wendy's was over there, the little Hotel Jones. Yeah, we know, yeah. Place, I didn't know the address. But I go over there, yeah. Fair, take a little video, put it on the uh, social media, and then some of the EC Dub fans get a kick out of it. So, 
Yeah, I take a little trip. I travel sometimes during the week, Seth. When's the last time you were actually there physically? Uh, Tuesday. Um, <laughs> before that, though, it had to be oh, years oh, oh. and years. Well, I didn't go in it on Tuesday. I know, but you were yeah. there. I mean, yeah. it was the last time you were even in that area. Like, you uh, know? Gee whiz. And outside, walking around. I'll tell you. It was, I was working for WWE. JR and I were calling, this is after I worked with Michael, was working with Michael Cole. So, JR and I were calling SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown, I think. I try to remember what we called during that span. And this must have been after the rebirth of ECW, thinking out loud here for WWE. And I remember JR and I were talking. I said, JR, you want to. Uh, he might have asked, or I might have said, you want to see the ECW arena or something like that. And we were leaving the building, going to the hotel, leaving the arena, which. The big arena, whatever it's called, I don't know, it used to be the whatever the Spectrum on steroids, whatever it was called, just the giant new Spectrum. I don't know what it's called now. It was that's probably named after some like Home yeah, Depot or some, something. Yeah, whatever it's called. Um, I love that big arena, and I worked there a bunch for WWE and um, loved it. Loved it. A really nice building. But what folks maybe don't know, it's very close to the ECW arena. It's it's a five minute ride. It's really close. So. I said, JR, you know, he goes, yeah, let's get some Philly cheesesteak. I, I got you covered. I know where to go. You know, so there's a little spot right in the corner there, not far from the arena, the East W Arena, very close, and we grabbed some food. And we didn't go in the arena, just drove by, and, you know, it was like, that's it. And I go, that's it. He goes, wow. Like, it's <laughs> not really, you know, when you look at it from outside, it just looks like a little, you know, nothing. It's not, it's it's like a, not even, I don't know how to explain it. It's, not a, it's next to something called Foreman Mills, so if you Google it. And that's like, I don't know, some an indoor flea market, whatever the hell it is. It's in a real industrial area. My wife's like, I went outside to take the video. My wife's like, I'll lock the doors. I go, yeah, you should, because I don't know who's going to come carjack this thing. <laughs> if they did, she would whoop their ass. So I just tell you that. She's got a hell of a left hook. So that's how she rolls. But anyway, um, so. Uh, I never made it there. I, I went to the Elks Lodge a bunch of times. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is different. Um, but yeah, so I've, I don't remember the last time I was in it, but in front of it like that or near it. Was I was working for WWE towards the end of my WWE stay, and uh, Jr. and I were together in a rent a car. So uh, it was probably a Monday night or a Tuesday night, whatever it was. So what was Jr.'s opinion about ECW? Loved it. I mean, yeah. uh, he always told me that, but I was an ECW guy, and I know him and Paul were friends. So you know, he, he respected it because you know he, Jr. came up with the business, paid his dues, and worked for Watts, worked with Watts closely with UWF and stuff. And, you know, look, UWF and, and a lot of those regional promotions in the South, they were ECW before there was ECW. So, you know what I mean? So there was a lot of similarities there, you know, so JR got it. You and know? if you're in the business, you have to respect the success. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, that's the way the boys are. You know, there is, as a whole, if you stereotype, yes, there is a respect. As long as you're working, making money, you're happy for the guy. You know? Yeah, but you guys came out of nowhere. I mean, you know, and, and yeah, you had pay-per-views. Right, know, it didn't crazy. happen overnight, but it, we did come out. It did not happen overnight, but you're right. It took a long time. I mean, but, but you know, it was fun. It was crazy. Um, and speaking of fun, um, it seemed like uh, uh, Daniel Bryan had some fun on SmackDown. So uh, I want to talk about this here. It was uh, interesting. You know, uh, the announcement came out. Was it? Probably Tuesday during the day, right? They cleared the wrestle. Yeah, bigger everywhere. Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. I know. I was just said I was traveling. And I saw it on social media while I was traveling. So, you know, we saw him get into it with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on SmackDown. I liked the segment a lot. What they did, um, I did. I, I liked that. Uh, you know, he fired them and all that stuff. And and I I liked that they basically just took Daniel Bryan 
and they literally, literally, from a physical perspective, threw him right in the boiling water. And the heels got physical with him, and then he blew a great comeback with an awesome job. Uh, his shine looked phenomenal. The building was going berserk. And then I believe the exclamation point was a nasty powerbomb on the apron. Um, hardest part of the ring, uh, as they call it. <laughs> That's what some people call it. Um, anyway, Kevin Owens gave him a nasty powerbomb on, uh, on the apron skirt. So, on the apron, I should say. So, look it. Um, they, when I say threw him right in the boiling water, and I, I'm assuming this was all, a lot of this was Daniel's idea, uh, you know, look, you saw the fire, the energy, the exuberance of his comeback when he started bumping those guys, that awesome snap Germany did real quick to Sami Zayn, all that jazz. You know, you could see this guy, it, it's, it's almost like, and it doesn't shock me, and to a lot of fans it would shock them, it seems like he's in midseason form. Like he's been wrestling nonstop for years, like he always did. I almost forgot. Just watching yeah. it, I was like, wow. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I'm glad you said the word forgot, because I think a lot of fans forgot how good he is in the ring. I almost forgot. When I watched him cranking up uh, and I saw him doing those running ca- I'm like, oh, oh I, I remember Daniel Bryan now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can go. You know, I, I like him a lot better in the ring than I do like him as a commentator. I don't mind him as a GM, but that commentating thing he did with the 205, man, I bashed him a little bit on that. And I don't yeah. even know the guy. I mean, <laughs> As you know, it takes work. It takes time. It does. It does. I just, I just didn't, didn't think it was for him. Uh, but... The GM thing, I think he did a good job with, and uh, as a wrestler, he did an absolute amazing job in coming out, coming up through the business the right way, and his success in Ring of Honor as Brian Danielson. Uh, always a great competitor, always a great talent for a guy who's not huge. Um, worked his ass off, super talented, and it looks like you're going to get yourself a full steady diet of Daniel Bryan. It's nice to hear and see that he's ready to rock and roll. We've heard for months and months that he wanted to go, and work, and he's cleared, but the company wouldn't. So, um, point is, he looks like he looks great. And what he did on on SmackDown, from a physical perspective, I thought looked great. You know, he just has a love for the business too. It just pours out of him. You know, you can you can sense that, and it's all he's it's all he's wanted to do. He's been depressed, right? Well, that's right. It's his passion. It's it's the fabric of who he is. And when you're a wrestler and you have success at it, and you want to keep on. Um, you have a hiccup because you have an injury or something physical happens to you, and now you you get cleared. And but the company says you can't go. I mean, I had a little bit of this nowhere near the level of Daniel Bryan when I tore my bicep, and then w- when I worked for WWE and I was ready to come back, and I wanted to come back like right away. And then Vince and the writers had a, a thing they wanted to do with me and Rikishi, I think it was, a storyline thing, and and so I had to wait a little bit, like a few weeks, not not long. So I, he, Vince just said, just take, just take the time, just to you know, keep training in the gym. Just you know, just you know, if, if you don't have access to a ring, you want to stay, take bumps. Just you know, at that time in Connecticut, at Stanford, uh, in the studio they had a ring in the TV studio, just not for public, but it was just for guys to train whenever they were in the Northeast. So he said, you know, you can go to that ring anytime you want. It's more than you're more than welcome. Yeah, he was cool, you know. So. I didn't. I, I had a different ring. I just took some bumps in and rolled in on Long Island, but um, and just made sure I kept training. But it was frustrating waiting. I knew I was ready. I was healthy enough. My bicep. I was healed up. I was ready to go, and I couldn't. So I only can imagine how long this Daniel Bryan thing felt. Two like years. Couple, two years, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So I had to drive him crazy. There was a few months before that too. It was two years when he announced his retirement. Yeah, there was yeah, a few yeah. months before that. Hey, did you uh, did you happen to see? Uh, you know, I know I'm not big on quoting uh, tweets, but you saw what Matt Hardy said about Daniel Bryan. No, did he put me over, Matt? Yeah, he did. He nice. said, first of all, I want to say official Taz is the best. <laughs> then he said, uh, the seven deities have bestowed kindness upon the WWE Universe. In return for deleting Bray and Abigail into the lake of reincarnation, we've all been rewarded with a regenerated vessel for the Dragon of America. It was it truly <laughs> was the dragon. He took the American dragon. Ah, yeah. oh, he's slick. I love Matt Hardy. I did not see that, and uh, I follow Matt. We follow each other. Yeah, I was, um, got to be careful, you, you know. Some people are taking shots at me on Twitter. I got to avoid that, you know. Uh-oh. You stop! Oh, all right, I got to do, do one more, Matt. Right, okay, Hulk it. Hogan <laughs> tweeted, "I'm deleted." H H. That's great. <laughs> and Matt said, "I could certainly submerge you into the lake of reincarnation, Hogan of Hollywood. It truly does work wonders for deleted vessels." <laughs> it's great shit. He's the best, man. He is the best. Oh, he's funny. And and Hulk, uh, trust me, Hogan is. Got a great sense of humor. I mean, you know, people, I'm just telling you, no matter what you may think of Hulk uh, outside of the business or what you think you might know of him, I could tell you, um, that guy I've shared many laughs with, you know, during our time together in TNA, the Hulkster is a funny son of a bitch, I promise you. So he get, he's he got a good sense and of humor. Everybody, Matt, lo- everybody loves Matt. Oh, Matt's the man. How do you not love Matt? I mean, he's just, he's great. And when he was on, the, for those that are, um, you know, new to the show here, when he was on the Taz show, he came on as a guest, and this is when he was in TNA, and he, remember, he was in full character the whole show. Yes. He did the yes. Matt Hardy. Yes. He did the Matt Hardy gimmick the whole show, and he called you a something, a mule. What did he call you? Uh, he recently called Michael Cole the same. An obsolete mule. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he did. He ripped you on the phone. It was great. Uh, it was you, right? Huh? Yeah. Was uh, I don't remember the, who it was. No, it was me. It was uh, one of the best moments of the Tash show for me. I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, was it, hey, one uh, thing about Daniel Bryan. Are we doing video? No. No? No. Why is someone tweeting a no hat Jones today, first time I've seen you without a hat doing the Tash show? What? Yeah, bodacious Huey Jones. Did you did you uh, send a picture out or something? No, I don't take pictures. I'm not a photographer. I don't do that. What? Is there, are you well, even on we'll that? Look, we're going to look into this. What's that? Oh, yeah, we're going to have to look into this. Well, how's that happening? Are we, I, I, it would be odd if we're on camera. I see green lights. And I didn't press any buttons. We're doing a show, and we're on camera, and we don't know we're on camera. Well, Thank I'm, God I'm you not. have your shirt on, Seth. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, usually I'm just like oiling up my pecs while I'm doing the show. Yeah, you're usually getting showing your tattooed chest and that battleship you have on your back. Things <laughs> huge. Not to mention my big Jewish star on my chest. What's going on? <laughs> what? Why? How can this guy see you and us and me? I do not have a hat on. How do you know that? What's maybe it's we like got a, a spy in here. What maybe it's crying Brian. It's not crying Brian. Maybe you think it's crying Brian. Could be. Dude, I'm looking at the Facebook Live Jones, uh, old show Jones right here. We got a show from March 6th. I'm drinking <laughs> orange juice. This guy's probably high watching an old show. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know how he's seeing me without a hat. Yeah, I, I, I can't take that sight away what, from what myself. What is going on here? I don't know. He says uh, that the social media team on the Taz show put up a guy gif of a guy without a hat on saying, damn right, the show's going to be live in five minutes. It says, no hat Jones. Mm-hmm. Dude, we need to look into this. All right. 
Well, I'll tell you, we don't have to look into because uh, I'm going to talk to you uh, about if you want to basically uh, do the right thing as far as getting a mortgage and you think you think you know where I'm going with this. Well, you're right. I'm talking about my friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Chances are you're confident when it comes to your home, your work, your hobbies in your life, even if you think you're not on camera, but you are. So with Rocket Mortgage, it gives you that same level of confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. With Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully so you can mortgage confidently. So to get started, jobbers, do this. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. So, going to go to break. Other side of break, I'm going to talk about, speaking of Matt Hardy, I'm going to talk about the Hardy compound uh, battle battle on WWE TV with Hardy and the Bray Wyatt. Taz Show, be right back. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're back live, uh, yeah, with video, apparently. Talk about Bush League video, what do we used to call it, Bush League video 101? Something like that. <clears throat> Dude, we had no clue that the video was live until bodacious Huey Jones smartened us up because the people in the back control room were kind enough to leave the cameras on and left the gimmick machine on, and we didn't know. Usually the cameras are on, so I didn't think anything of the monitor, but uh, they left actually, they left it on, yeah. They left the left connection on from two days ago. Jesus Not even from yesterday. Nobody was here yesterday. This place is just... <laughs> you're leaving, not me. I, you could say it. I mean, I don't oh, they suck. You all suck. There's a previous, current, future... Already. Suck. Subtle. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, they're, they're work in progress. You know, the guys are trying hard, you know, trying to get... Um, love this too. It's good, it's, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you don't have to just, just please. No, no. I want to hear it. Why you shut it off for? I want to just let it pass the ball. I gotta get mad. You, 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 you just got, you know, you're just leaving the company. You know. What are you gonna I, do? Fire me? Uh, no, but I can still fight you. Um, it's fine. I, you know. But listen. <laughs> um, yeah. So we didn't know we were doing video. It's kind of weird. Bad. I'm just glad it wasn't two years ago. <laughs> Monitor would be broken right now. I know. Bodacious Huey Jones. So people listen to podcasts. You're like, you know what, Taz? I don't give a shit <laughs> that you got video because I'm listening right now. I'm on a treadmill, motherfucker. I don't care what you got video. That's what people saying. Make sure Talk Matt Hardy, you son of a bitch. Make sure you put explicit on this. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, listen. <laughs> Seth, don't give a shit, Jones. Seth, on the on the on the outs. This, this is kind of like a, this is a little E5L teaser, Jones. Hey. I don't know what's going on. Dude. All right. So anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, I you know, I just it's just crazy. I mean, I, I never in all my years in TV and radio, never had a situation where I am on camera by accident and never know I'm on camera. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I learned the right way years ago in the WWE. I was taught by two producers behind the scenes in Stanford that you are, when there's a camera on, you're on camera. Always in your brain, that camera is hot, as we call it. Remember the story I told about Michael Cole, me and Josh, by the announce desk, when Cole called Vince Walter Cronkite? Remember that? Ha <laughs> ha! 
And uh, yeah, remember that? That was a little. I think that was um. Taz tale. That was a Taz tale. It was. Boys and girls, pull up your stools. It is now time for Taz tales. Yeah, well, it's not, but it's just I'm not really doing a Taz tale, but you know what I mean. I thought you were going impromptu. I was like, oh, I was excited. I I could do that at any time. You know that. I'm very talented. Um, no, I do want to talk about the whole uh, the, the total deletion. What do they call it? Total deletion? Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt? What they yes. Call total deletion? Yeah. Yes. Um, dude, it was great. I mean, it was it really. I, I, I was so happy to see. I told you guys this has to happen eventually with WWE. I wish... They would have done it. I mean, it was cool on Raw, right? Yeah. But I wish they would have done it on a pay-per-view, like build it up even bigger. But it's okay. I mean, I, Raw's going to get more eyes probably than pay-per-view anyway. You know, and even though it's on the WWE Network. So doing it on Raw, it's a bigger reach on USA Network. So I, I think it's great. Um, I, I, I'm i sure Jeremy Borsch had a lot to do with this because he works for the company now. Jeremy's great with Matt. They do great production. They're great concepts and ideas. So I loved it. I mean, um I was happy. Uh, Vanguard won. V1 Jones made it say a debut, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was nice to see uh, the full hearty gimmick, uh, rocking and rolling, man. I'm telling you, I think it's great. I mean, I'm. It took a long time, but they finally did it. WWE. So it, it's it's nice to see. You know one of I mean? the coolest thing was uh, his wife playing the the brace theme yeah. on piano. That was so cool, man. Yeah, she did that. Uh, she done a couple times. I know on TNA when she did that on the entrance, like. And uh, Rebby Sky, yeah. So uh, Rebby's a cool girl. Um, I know her a long time. Uh, I, actually, I think I knew her she's probably before Matt and her got married. I knew her. So, um, but yeah. So uh, yeah. No, I'm just happy for them and obviously Matt uh, that they went full throttle with it. It was cool. And I told you, you know, I told you people that you know to do this the right way, you gotta let Matt be behind it the right way and do it the right way. And who would have thunk it? Then they hired Jeremy Borash, you know, which is, I'm sure, part of the reason why they hired Jeremy to help with this. And they know Jeremy's got a rep of being a very talented producer besides a broadcast talent and a guy who works hard on the road and can do ring announcing, play-by-play, color, whatever you need to do. Jeremy is a, you know, ultra multi-dimensional guy, you know, so very talented and um I really enjoyed it very much. I thought it was great. I'm just thinking of some parts of it now. It's like, chair of wheels, more of lawns. <laughs> chair of wheels, more of lawns. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was great. Dude. Uh, what do you no. think, Vince? You know, because you told me Vince never watches anybody else's programming. No, he doesn't. So, you don't care. Do you think they even, like, pitched this to him and showed him something old first? They, they, I think they had to, yeah. yeah. Uh, so for him to get it? But knowing Vince, like, this is up his alley. Like, something crazy. Like, and zany, and uh, it's he likes different, and it's hard to find different in this day and age, and he knows that even under his own roof. And, um, yeah, no, man, he, he um, I could see Vince absolutely loving this, and, and he obviously does love it, otherwise it wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have happened, you know what I mean? Um, uh, then they did the hide and seek gimmick too. Oh, it was just <laughs> hilarious! That was hilarious. <laughs> it was great. I'm just happy. I'm happy for for Matt and um, and for Bray Wyatt. It's it's great. The whole bit is great. They could go on and on, and they got to let do separate. I, I, I talked about this so much with Bray Wyatt and. A long time ago here, and about what they could do with Bray and Matt, and when they go on Bray's that little shack he had. When remember Randy Orton, they did the thing with Randy Orton. Remember that? 
Well, they flashed back to that, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. They, they, yeah. they, 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 they tied it in. Yeah. The, I was watching a hockey game uh, uh, going back and forth. Taz and the Moose. Well, let's... <laughs> Six to nine, hockey, basketball, football, baseball, <laughs> boxing, UFC. What was that curling? We got it all here, Taz and the Moose. We actually did cover curling. Of yeah, course did you that. did. You had a curling <laughs> champion. We did. We did cover curling. <laughs> but the way it shot, the production of it, with Matt and Bray, it just screams the way TNA did it. Now, they're not copying TNA because it was Matt and, and, and Jeremy who did the production. It was them who you know, did the whole thing. There was, there's a load of post-production that was done in these video packages they did uh, and, and integrating, in, in, um, interlooping them together with the old stuff of Bray and the Rock and Share we've seen and then flashing back to the fight scene when Matt Hardy's got the Singapore cane and he's... You know, he's about to wear out uh, Bray. You know what I mean? Like, the way they looped, interlocked these things was great. It's just WWE production, when they're giving Carl Blanche to go crazy, I know all those guys there. I want to find out who's the guy, the main guy who produces in Stanford. It's probably uh, a guy named Adam Panucci. Uh, He's been there for years, and Adam's uh, one of the main producers there. Or another guy named Chris Chambers, who's uh, another huge producer there, and they've been there forever, and Chris, big part of uh, NXT production and stuff. So these are guys that are you never hear about but are, like, you know, insanely talented in uh, in those uh, beautiful studios in Stanford. Talking about guys, uh, I'll just name guys, man. I mean, and one of them is no longer there because he worked for TNA for so long, Dave Sahadi, as a name some fans real remember. And Dave... Because of TNA, you know, he left uh, WWE years ago and was in TNA for years. And Dave, uh, insanely talented. Another guy, I just said Adam Adam Panucci, uh, Chris Chambers, another guy named Barry Bross, a guy named Doug LeBeau. These are guys that no one knows. But these are guys that were, some are gone from WWE now. They don't work for them anymore. But these were the lifers through all of the attitude era and all that. These are the guys I'm naming that are the... <laughs> With Kevin Dunn as their boss. Uh, uh, that's just Kevin's team. You know, Another guy named Chris Lawler, who, d- who did all the post-production on SmackDown for years when Cole and I worked on SmackDown. You know, There's so many. A guy named Chris Siciliano, who's another great, great, talented producer there. Who I think Chris got a promotion. He still works for WWE Production. He's got a higher role now. I don't really know his role. But I worked with these people for years in that studio. I mean, and it was like kind of after my wrestling career as a wrestler in WWE, you know, and and I became, you know, really good friends with these people. And they're so, such talented men there, and women. But the guys I'm speaking of are men, obviously. But um, there's, uh, it's just... Um, it must have been fun for you to get behind the scenes after being, like, in front of the camera for so long to see how all the work and, and what go, what's involved on the other side. Yeah, but, you know, um, yes. Not as fun as you would think just because... Um, you know, being in the business for so long and, you know, working. Uh, when I went there, I was working at ECW before that, so spent time at the ECW studio a lot, Ron Buffon's mom's house in the basement. And, um, you, know, you know, I'm joking. But <laughs> no, but I've been in enough studios in my career, but but the WWE studio is a, a different type of studio. It's just it's, it's a friggin' maze. It's gigantic. But it was cool to see the big machine, how it's controlled. Yes, to your point, yes. Um, seeing like one of the main nucleuses of all major production for WWE. Anything major done in Stanford's done in a studio called Edit One. Really pulling back the curtain a lot for you guys right here. Yes. Yeah, Edit One uh, sounds like that's such a simple name, yeah, but Edit One is that's the 
that's the heartbeat of the WWE production. Edit One is the main. There's a zillion studios there, but Edit One is Edit One. Like, that's the Cadillac. You know what I mean? So, uh, if you remember those old, like, WWF days, those Saturday morning shows, you see a guy in the studio, like Lord Sean Alfred Rooney Hayes. or Lord yeah. Alfred Hayes, Vince McMahon at times, that was in Edit One. So, Edit One's still there. Like, and they've built the studio up even bigger now, and now there's a lot more edit suites besides Edit One. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. But the point of the topic is the production of what they did with Hardy and Bray Wyatt and all the cool stuff they've done. Uh... With, with this thing, I, 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 I'm just so happy for Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that WWE was was uh, cool with getting involved and doing this the right way and building Matt's character and Bray, and I love it. I mean, do you like it, a fan perspective? Yeah, I thought it was great. And uh just made me think Matt closed out Raw with, with this 50, for 15 minutes, and his uh, his peers, like the Dudley boys, are going to the Hall of Fame. Like, look what Matt's done with himself, how he's reinvented himself. Hardy's very easily could have gone in the Hall of Fame, right? Of course, yeah. Right? It could have been, like, their swan song or whatever. But no look, doubt. But look at them now. Like, look, it's amazing. Like, he's, you know. Yeah. It, no, it is. I mean, Matt, and we knew this several years back with TNA, Matt reinvented himself and brought out his creativity. Um, and, uh, and now he's, you know, in this day and age, he's this whole new character, and he's getting ready to, you know, do things on Raw like uh, take a John Deere and roll over Bray Wyatt, you know, and then Bray Wyatt does Caterpillar rear, rear, rear crab Jones. I mean, you know, Move it's, longs. it's just like it's just I don't know what to say. I mean, this is just uh, it, it's just great. This stuff that they did though must have taken. I I will tell you, I won't say must have. It took hours. I promise you, the stuff of them fighting. In the warehouse near the ring, near the piano, with all that stuff they did, the stuff outside fighting, all of that stuff, the stuff with Vanguard 1, the pyro, all of those cuts and the way they shoot it and all that stuff, this takes hours and hours and hours to record while you're there. I promise. And we forget about Bray. Bray was great, too. He, he did, was. Uh, initiate what? <laughs> initiate what? It's like, uh, uh, and then the, the pyro's going off. Like, ah, it was, just, it was great. I my family it. was crying. We were cracking up. We watched it the next day. We were uh, just cracking dude, up. I'm going to watch the whole thing again when I get back to the casa uh-huh. uh, as I remove 16 inches of snow and have my team do it. Um, you know, I just basically stand on top of a giant snow removal machine and I yell at everybody. Let's go, you get You get a, you know, just like Mr. Pimento's coming to help out. You know what I mean? It's just Stop! You know, so it's gonna be great. You know, it's gonna be great. Nice. So it's great to be on video. I didn't know we're doing live video today, even though it's not all regular cameras, but this is great. I'm just glad you're not like yelling at me. Uh, I like, I was, you just basically just told us that you're leaving a company. Yeah. What am I going to I'm going to yell at you? Well, I'm, not that, you I'm not, not that much of a yeah. douchebag, am I? Mm-hmm. Jeez, what do you think? Uh, a little bit. Scotia. Just a little bit. A little bit. So we got to see. WrestleMania special, like I'm probably doing that. Rather, I basically said I am. Um, so what does that mean? Like, are you, uh, what if we want you with that? I mean, what if I want you with that? Well, I got to talk to the bosses, yeah. right? I'm almost the boss. I'm not the full boss. Let's be honest. Just, you know, I, I know you're like, you'll, you'll strike and pick it for me. I know you got my back. I do have your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, have I not always had your back? Always. It was ultimate deletion, by the way, the Kingsman yes. said. So I was wrong. It Close. wasn't, wasn't what I call it? You said deletion. That's close enough. Yeah, you know what, Kingsman? Shut up. Yeah. Well, actually, the correct term, Taz, is you know ultimate what, Kingsman? deletion. <laughs> shut up, Kingsman. <laughs> Seth said shut up. Mm. We'll put you in the lake of reincarnation. Uh, we, yes. like, we like the Kingsman. Now he's just trying yeah. to help. He knows I'm joking. It's going to be interesting how they, uh, what they do with this. And uh, I trust they, they've done such great stuff. I trust that they'll figure it out. Bozo the Clown died today, by the way. Side note. So you got to 89 years old. It's the original Bozo. Yeah. 
That's all I heard. So mm. no segue from your comment, but uh, yeah, mm. I mean, that's really it. So um, so what's up? That's it, right? You're done? Is you done with the show now? Me? That's it. You're gone? Oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm here next week. Unless yeah. you, you know, lean mean. You better not use that clip. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh God, lean mean's gonna grab that. Uh, you're done. You're, thanks for coming. It's been great working with you. Is that no, no? No, I'm here next week. Oh, all right. Unless you don't want, you can do. You know, you don't want to no, do. No, no, stop. Of course, I'm we can call it quits right now. No, no. I'm taking my belt. I'm going home. <laughs> you know, I'm taking these belts home. Speaking of these belts, um. We got to make sure that uh, Mr. Mr. Milliken, Mr. Milliken, yes. Dave Milliken, who does makes great belts, by the way. And I've talked about Dave Milliken and promoted his company before. Uh, if you're in the market for a belt, uh, he's provided us and let us hang on to these two championship belts. The one behind me, and one you can't see Seth because I don't have a camera on him because we did impromptu video here. <laughs> but uh, Dave, you can follow Dave at at Dave Milliken, M I L L I C A N, and. Uh, I think his uh, website is DaveMilliganBelts.com. He yeah. makes great belts, I promise you that. If you want one, it's probably a two-year wait. <laughs> is it really? Well, I just know he's, from the last time we talked to him, he just slammed. He just like, got a back order, a crazy back order. Well, you're looking for work. Maybe you should uh, go maybe be like one of those guys that pounds metal for him. I got a hammer. Yeah, you got yeah. a hammer. I don't give a fuck about your hammer. <laughs> How about that? I care about your hammer. I know, you bastard. I got a Hammer! <laughs> hammer! <laughs> you could take your hammer and smash up a bunch of gavelta fish. I don't care what you do. Oh, here comes here comes the anti-Semitic oh, stuff. God. There we go, dude. You're in the wrong <laughs> business if you're gonna be anti-Semitic. I'm just telling oh, you. Not Pete. Oh, uh, all of a sudden, Jewish mafia downstairs. You're us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the truth right there. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the button's stuck on that. <laughs> oh Lordy be. No, no, no. Please, I love everybody in this world. You know that. Of course, you know, of course. I'm anti-Semitic. I'm not a semi-automatic i'm not any of that stuff i'm just you know i'm just you know i just kind of you know I, hey, I i one of my favorite types of foods any food you know it's from jewish deli yeah kasha varnishes you love seinfeld yes please i i love uh pastrami extra lean uh with a little rye bread dr brown's black cherry jones Do you like the spicy mustard test you want the I, spicy I, <laughs> I like a little uh i like a square knish i do like a round knish Non-New Yorkers are like, what does he mean? There's another type of knish? Yes, there is. <laughs> so people in Jersey have no idea what I'm talking about. People in Alabama, you really have no idea. Like, what kind of knish that Yankee son bitch talking about? I know they got them square knish. No Jewish people like they make them out there and you know, and up in New York. I, I know that. I know. I, I got me one of those knishes that that Yankee son bitch is talking about. It's a square knish, but then he says something about a back. They say something about a round knish. <laughs> I never heard no round knish. That's your son bitch I know he's talking about. That Yankee son bitch. Like the Jet Dine, like the Bills. Fuck him. <laughs> hey, Yosemite Sam, what's up? <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah, I love everybody. You know that. Yeah, I'm well, just I'm going to miss you here. I don't know what we're doing. I, I don't know if I'm... Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do now. It's if I'm going to do the show like this, like here. I don't know if I... Maybe we'll just uh, do Podcast Jones. Um, I don't know what to do. I'm maybe not live. Hey. Maybe we got to put a poll up. Um, you I can hook know. up with me on the line. We could do it on the line. I'll do it with you from home in my pajamas. <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> my pajamas. You mean on the line? Oh, you mean on the internet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can hook up and record it. Boom. Yeah, but you got to get paid. I'm not paying you. That's all right. 
I got nothing else, else to do. <laughs> what a good businessman you are. Yeah, I'm good. Don't worry about I'll it. I'll just text you when uh, my daughter takes a nap. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's sleeping. Let's do the show quick. Come on. Yeah, right, I got 10 minutes. I'm yeah. in. And yeah. begin. Yeah. <laughs> no, she knocks out for a few hours in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, 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 and stays yeah. up till 12. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. More Peppa Pig, Dada? More Peppa Pig? Which Peppa Pig? It's a cartoon. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm out of the cartoon loop. Um, it's about a, a young female pig and her family. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anyway, English, that's great. English. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> no one cares. How about that? Okay. Okay. Dinosaur. All right. So, uh, that's the deal on that. That's so, it? anyway. So, I don't know. Well, what um, do you happen to know what the team uh, we're going to put together? We're going to do a throwback snack, I believe. And we are, we're going to go another HPM. These seem like people love the HPMs. Yeah, of course they do. So, um, you're a very creative guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're only here for like another day. So, uh, <laughs> maybe I could drain some out of you here and you can, mm-hmm. you can, you're going to talk to the team. Or can I tell the audience right now? Mm, like, I think we got to keep this one under wraps for another, uh, few hours interesting um, okay that's not good but all right i kind of <laughs> teased that we're going to tell people what uh you lied well uh yeah um hmm. unless you want to tell them well i don't know i mean I, I i i what was the one uh the throwback snack from last friday i'm drawing a blank strongest wrestlers okay okay strongest okay you well, talked about the braun Strowman a little bit yeah, yeah, no, I remember was, that. I remember. I Because if we that. did it again, he'd probably be on the list. No doubt. There's no doubt about that. Because he lifted like a truck and no, an AJ Styles wrestling the Nakamura, right? WrestleMania? Yes. Big time world champion. Did you know that Nakamura and Daniel Daniel Bryan were roommates training in uh, New Japan? No one cares. Oh, how about we do this? How about uh, maybe people want to hear uh, when Daniel, I'm sorry, AJ Styles and I had a chat on the uh, HPM, human podcast stream in 2015. Before he went to WWE. How about that? I remember exactly when that was because that's when my daughter was born. October 16th. And I wasn't here. October 16th. 2015. Yeah, I was out. I remember AJ was a great guest, good friend of mine. (coughs) There you have it. Uh, (laughs) There you have it, motherfuckers. We're going to go with AJ Styles. Uh, We will drop at HPM tomorrow. I will talk to you before that. uh, In that H, not HPM. Uh, Throwback snack tomorrow. It will be the uh, AJ Styles. He's working through some injuries right now, too. Hopefully he he's okay. Well, I will talk about AJ, give some thought about that, and then uh, we'll segue into hearing uh, AJ's interview with yours truly from 2015. I just read an interview with uh, AJ with uh, Men's Which Health. Which was more of a conversation. I don't interview people. Of course. You know that. Uh, AJ was with, uh, did an interview with Men's Health, and they were talking about, how do you keep in shape, and you're 40, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, you know, it was 11.30, I was hungry, it was in my window, and I went to Taco Bell, and it was delicious. <laughs> Great story. Yes. All right, so we're going to miss you on the show, Seth, with that kind of shit. Hey, <laughs> eats Taco Bell. That's going to be the name of this show, this episode. You are great, pal. That's going to be missed on the tag. I love your body, Larry. Oh, we're going to miss you, though. We're going to miss you. We're definitely going to miss you. We're going to see what happens. I'm going to try. I'm going to pull you. I'm going to go back, go down to, to the bosses and say, look, this son of a bitch, I want him to stay here. He's Hold one on of you. Man. He's one of you. Hold He's on one of you. <laughs> you stop. So, if... Juden... If I go to the boss yeah. and I say, I'm putting my foot down, I kind of tried this once. <laughs> like, bye, Taz. And it's like, uh, Taz, no. Uh, anyway, we, we got the bro- Brooklyn blur- Brawler on standby. Like, We're good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if, if, if I go to bat, like, what, what's going to happen? If I say, look, you got to have him. I feel bad. The audience loves Seth. Oh, they'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> we have no money, They're Taz. Heartless. Yeah. Oh, they have money. 
and just holding on to it for yeah. a rainy day. Well, the big, big, big company, they're like, they're, they're cutting and slashing. They're like Crazy Eddie. I actually still work for the big company, so can you please oh. just calm down? This is my content. You know, I know oh. you want to vent and do your own podcast. The Seth Show. Hey, everybody. All right. How about that Nakamura? He's oh, great, isn't on. he? Wait a second. That's a good idea. Maybe you should do your own podcast. Uh, you have no interest. I don't like people. Well, what am I going to do? I'm gonna, uh, look at me. How good I did. I hate everyone. I hate yeah, but you. But you're legit. Everyone. I'm the man. We know. You're legit. I'm well, do a we're going to try and help you out. We're going to try and help you out. So. One of those nerds? I don't have time right now. All right. So, all right. On that note, uh, Seth might be back, I don't know, on Tuesday. We'll see. If not, then um, well, he'll be back. I'll be here Tuesday with bells on. Maybe it'll be video. Maybe they won't. It's video now. And if you listen to the podcast, I know you don't give a rat's ass or shit show about the pod, the video, but I don't you know about it anyway. All right, jobbers. Uh, for Seth and everybody else here. Uh, we thank you. I'm Taj and Adios. Yeah, yeah. said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping now.